The following contest is scheduled for one fall. I've seen that man before, that's Randy Phil. The other one's some kind of half man, half monkey. It's a massive duplex and not one dragon in sight. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back again, another episode of Snapdragon Duplex. We've got a big week to cover, and it's been a fucking rough week for me, I'll tell you. The COVID is rife in the household, and I've just been scunnered something awful. And it all kicked off fucking Wednesday, so I missed a lot of dynamite. I was half paying attention for Rampage, but we'll get what we can get. And we'll see what Mikey's saying. Mikey was out at work. I was meant to be out at work, but that all got fucking cancelled because I was feeling so shit. But um, we'll do our best. Stick with us. Mikey, please take it away. What have you got, mate? Hello, you beautiful, sweaty marks, you gorgeous shags. I'm still offshore. Jesus. Jesus. Episode 35. This isn't how I wanted to spend it, but here we fucking are. Right, so we're going to go through Dynamite and then rampage but nothing really happened to rampage <laughs> I guess we can fucking gloss over that um dynamite dynamite opened with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston coming out to wild thing and then getting jumped by 2.0 and Danny Garcia with weapons which sets up their match at rampage which we'll get into later on yeah and then the baddies they're in the ring they're supposed to be fighting Darby and Sting they're like let's just fucking do it now the lights go off Sting's here Darby's here um this match was pretty it was quite good, actually. I was expecting it to be a bit cack, but it was quite good. Had a suplex onto a skateboard, wheels up. Obviously, oh, Darby took that bump. that bump. Pretty fucking gross, but what can you do? Um, They did, like, a double team. They kind of, like, threw Darby up into the ceiling of the... You know, like, the overhang? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The overhang when you're going through yeah. the arena, uh, which cut him open. <laughs> or maybe he bladed, but I think it cut him open hard, so... Right, fuck it. Let's just get to the point. 2.0 puts Sting through a fucking table and he no-sells it and then hits a double stinger drop and I'm like, you're an old cunt, mate. You're like 60. You should be selling. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he then gets them both to tap out with a double scorpion death drop. Quite good. Not a... um, What the fuck am I talking about? Scorpion death lock. Uh, (laughs) Dumbass. Um, Yeah, it was a good match. 2.0... Danny Garcia, they kind of just feel like fucking professional jobbers at this point, yeah. don't they? You were saying they were quite good in NXT. Yet to see it. No, they're good. They're good. They put people over. There's a, there's a place for that, right? Doesn't matter. Anyway. What did you make of this, pal? Um, what did that... Ma- I made that... What the fuck was John Moxley and Eddie Kingston going to the ring for in the first place anyway? They weren't fucking scheduled for anything that night, were they? Was this just like... I don't know, that fucking, that threw me off. Why was John Moxley and Eddie Kingston going to the ring? The match, ah, it was a fucking good match. It gave you what you wanted. I thought this might have been last, but it makes sense, the last Labour of Jericho being last. Like, aye, they didn't even do anything to build up the rampage off of this or anything. Because was Darby supposed to have an announcement? Or I know it was all fucking leading to... CM Punk, but was Darby like saying, "Oh, I'm going to make an announcement about Best in the World" or anything? Or they should have fucking tried to push something happening on Friday for Rampage, but they didn't even need to because it was fucking sold out. Everybody was tuned in. It was just weird that they didn't seem to mention it. It was a fun match. It was cool seeing Sting fucking doing some of the spots that he was. 
taking a fucking table bump, no selling it, mental. And they gave him his win. I'm cool with seeing Sting doing this stuff, see as limited as it is, so that he's not fucking cunting his cell all the time. Keep giving him the tag matches. Fucking tag him with Moxley or Kingston next. And the six mans have him do even less, but get even more of a pop. Be brilliant. But what else have we got? Then we get a thing about Sammy Guevara that shows a clip from earlier on in the night. He got engaged. I mean, congrats. Hey. Fucking cool. Um, Sean Spears and Tully, they do a spiked pile driver on the outside. Oh, and it's man. somehow not a DQ, even though Tully literally did a move to him. <laughs> it's because he's old and they just go, ah, it can't hurt that much. <laughs> Fuck knows. But Tully gets involved heaps in this match and he eventually gets kicked to the back. Um, Spears is blowing kisses to Sammy's fiance. <sighs> Cheap heat. Yeah. Um, Sammy goes for a double springboard cutter. You know the one where he jumps from one top top rope to the next top rope and jumps off and does a cutter. Mm-hmm. Very cool. But um, Sean Spears just backs out the way. The Samoa Joe spot. I fucking love that uh, spot. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, there's a spot where they're both on the top ropes at the same time. Sean Spears gives Sammy the finger and then Sammy just hits him with a huge cutter. I thought it was fucking great. Sean Spears hits a top rope C4 and Sammy puts Sean Spears through a railing which he's got balance between the ring and, and the barrier, the yeah. crowd barrier. Um, he puts him through it with a defi driver and then a 6.30 cent on Guevara. Well, what? Sean Spears kicks out? What the <laughs> fuck? Um, Sean Spears is cut then Sammy Guevara hits the go to hell for the win. Good match, actually. <laughs> Enjoyed it. A lot of daft cheap heat. I feel like Sean Spears is a cheap heat magnet. He's not really... This is harsh, because I really like the guy. But he's not over as a heel as much as he wants to be, right? Mm. I think they need to turn him face again. He was so over as Ty Dillinger with the 10 stuff, and I think he can come up with something else like that. That'll get the crowd on his, on his side. Yeah, he has to work hard to be a heel. It's a shame. Whereas Sammy Guevara is a fucking natural heel. So it's quite funny. But there you go. Um, Sammy celebrates with his fiance and his home crowd. Because they're in Texas. Whereabouts is it? Houston? Uh, where is it? a problem? Fuck knows, man. It's all fucking America to me. <laughs> What'd you make of this, pal? I bet you liked it. Honestly... Because I've been feeling like shit all week, I didn't even really get to pay that much attention to the match. Um, i just seen that it wasn't going Sean Spears' way, and I'm raging because they've just jobbed them out fucking so much with this uh, pinnacle and inner circle feud. He seems to be taking all the losses for them. They need to give him a fucking decent storyline with somebody and give him a big win. I don't know who you would do it with. You need somebody that the crowd feels sympathetic with who really get over as a face. Don't know, maybe like Jungle Boy or something like that. Something, somebody for the Dark Order maybe. Stick him in a fucking battle with that and give him the win. Sammy Guevara taking the win. Um, aye, cool, right, but just fucking kill the feud between these two now. Give us something else. And if Sammy's now a face, who would you stick him on fighting with? somebody for the elite, tag him up with somebody, tag him up with Jake Hager and go after the Young Bucks or something, don't know, fuck it, give him to Cody, Cody needs somebody to fucking come back with in a month, what else have we got, what else is happening? 
So we get the first of two Tony the Shagger segments. So he's got Christian this time, and a Don Starfish Island himself, Callus, interrupts, says he's happy for Christian, and he'll get a five-star match next week, but he'll take a one-winged angel and lose, essentially. Um, Christian leaves by saying that Don will always be a carny piece of shit. Excellent. Very good. <laughs> And then um, Tony the Shagger, we call him the Shagger because he gets about, you know what I mean, fuck me. Um, he's in the ring with Dan Lambert of American Top Team. Uh, his support, Dan Lambert's support that is, is Junior Dos Santos and Andre Arlovsky, who are both ex-UFC heavyweight champs. Um, I thought it was pretty cool to see them. If you're not into UFC, there's like a couple of big cuts in the <laughs> ring. Um, he's saying AEW have become cancel culture freaks. By the way, he can cut a fucking promo. Yeah. He can cut a promo, and it's great. But anyway, Archer comes out, shuts him up, and then gets jumped by Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. So that's interesting, man. I think that's probably going to be quite a good feud. I think that's a good good place for both of the, well, all those guys on the card. Uh, they'll, they'll, put, they'll put out banger after banger. What do you make of this? Die. saying mad Tony, just darting about. Tony the shaggery needs his stamina. That's how he keeps his stamina up. Um, Christian and Don Callis I don't know I just can't get behind Christian and his promo work it's weird but I really like him I like him in ring and stuff but when he's on the mic it just feels awkward and forced and I don't remember him ever sounding this forced it's weird we're only going to have like another five weeks or something then we've got the pay-per-view then we'll see what he does after this outwork everyone gimmick if he's going to be like full-time with Jungle Boy in a mentor role or something the Dan Lambert stuff, I totally forgot all about this. And then the next day, my brother texts me like, "Oh, fucking two UFC cunts." He texts me their names as well, and I was like, "Aye, I think that I can't remember them showing up. They might have done." And then I remember it was all this fucking Lance Archer shit, and uh, I don't know, I don't know who he's got to fucking bring. If it's got to be a UFC guy fighting Lance Archer, or if he's now siding with Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I don't know, would you rather have like a UFC crossover thing with them so it's an actual legit fighter? Do you want it already being somebody in AEW or do you want this to be like the debut of Brian Danielson like we were talking about the other week? I want it to be a debut. Don't know who, maybe Braun Strowman coming in fighting him. Here you go, I've got another fucking big bad bastard, Braun Strowman. Boofed! But it won't be Braun Strowman because that's WWE, so it'd be like strong Braun Man or something. Something weird like that. Next match was the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. The Young Bucks, the champions, defending against Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, the Jurassic Express. Good match, but we all know the result. The Young Bucks fucking won, of course they did. It was all fucking screwy, right? There was some good spots in the match. Everybody that was going to get involved got involved, fucking Kenny Omega came out, I can't remember if he wore it the week before or if it was only this week, but he had the chick magnet shirt on, winks and nudges for what was to come, the chair that he brought out, was that a gold chair or something, Just it looked gold, I don't know why it looked that weird colour, but cool, whatever, is it because it was a champion's chair, I don't know, whenever Brandon Cutler and the good brothers were distracting the referee so that Matt Jackson could use the chair. They were shouting at the referee and Brandon Cutler got up with the, the coolant spray. He's like, hey ref, I'm, I'm going to spray Jungle Boy with this. 
And the ref was like, no, you better not, you better not, I'll disqualify them. It was funny, it was just so stupid. Check it out on Being the Elite. You just got all that funny bullshit that they're saying at ringside that they obviously can't be fucking saying on TV, so they swear a lot and shit, it's funny. There were a couple of spots where you thought Jungle Express could do it. The Young Bucks went for the assisted indie taker on Jungle Boy and like landed on Luchasaurus right but two out. Thought it could have been over for there. Nope, Jungle Boy kicks out. You think, right, cool. Maybe these two have uh, got a bit of fight in them. Maybe they'll, uh, they could do something. But nah, no no joy. A lot of fucking about. Matt and Nick Jackson, the, the guy that wasn't legal, he just like rolled into the ring and they hit the BTE trigger. Is it the BTE? Aye, the BTE trigger. Right in front of the ref. So like, they didn't tag in. There wasn't a five count or anything. Just rolled in, hit their double team and then the the guy just went back out of the ring again. So is that not like an instant DQ? I, I just need to know if this is a rule or not. If somebody comes in, do they need to do the five count or do you only get a five count if you get a tag? Should you not be allowed in otherwise? Or is this just the Young Bucks being dicks because that's what they're good at? Mikey, I liked the match. What, what were your thoughts on it, mate? Yeah, the Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks. This was a fun match, man. It was pretty fun. Huge yeah. spots. Loads of shithousery. Kind of almost a repeat of the Impact tag title from Rampage with the chair spot set up in the middle of the ring. But the Bucks win. The cunts. <laughs> and then you get a continuation of the Kenny and Christian feud. They fight the way to the back. Um, Gallows carries Christian back out into the ring over his shoulder. Like a big lump. And then the Elite batter the fuck out of him and Jurassic Express. And it culminates... I like a big word <laughs> in Kenny hitting Christian with a one winged angel and Don counting a one two three very very cunty what do you make of that probably said it was cunty as well I can imagine it was cunty next segment was Britt Baker and Jamie Hater with Tony the Shagger getting about <laughs> um, turns out Jamie Hater is going to fight Red Velvet next week on Dynamite and she's English by the way I quite liked her promo what do you make of it See, man, you've put me on the spot. I wasn't fucking paying attention for it, so now I need to go find it. Right, I went back and li- and watched her uh, promo. Ah, no, it was good. Uh, she kept me, she kept me engaged, showing a lot of confidence, and uh, it would be cool to see her in the match. I can't even remember a match against Britt Baker, so like this is going to be a whole new start for me. So it would be cool. She'll be like a totally new character. Don't recognise her. Cool. We'll see how long the the uh, relationship with Britt Baker will go if it's a short lived thing or if she is like the permanent security keeping together for like six months aye I'm I'm keen and then we got a weird video package Matt Hardy could be taking on Orange Cassidy that has came out of nowhere Orange Cassidy just bounced about a wee bit didn't he had that thing with the Hollywood hunks or whoever it was Peter Avalon's crew that ended quickly then he had this team with Wheeler Utah. They still do. That's how they got involved with Matt Hardy. But I, Matt Hardy, bounced for the Dark Order pretty quick. Now he's on the fucking Best Friends stuff, or the Butcher is anyway. I, or it's the Blade in it. But cool. Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy. We could get a laugh with that match. That's interesting. I'm cool with that. Right then, Big Show's in the ring with Tony the Shagger. Tony has just fucking jumped about everywhere tonight, isn't he? So, what was Big Show's announcement? Was this, is this them making it official that he's getting a match at All Out against 
QT Marshall. I think that's all this was. They dragged it out. QT Marshall got some good heat. QT Marshall is fucking good. I'm liking him. Even though it's a pure shite gimmick and that, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It'll be fun to see Big Show back in the ring. Yes, give me more. I'll just fire through it. There we go. We go to commercial. We come back for commercial. Tony Schiavone, backstage again. This time with the Elite. They've announced that the Young Bucks, since they've defeated their number one contender, since they've successfully defended their tag belts, Tony Khan wants to announce that there will be a tag team tournament and I think it's like four teams maybe, so two semi-finals then a final, so three match total. Then the winners get the Young Bucks at All Out in a steel cage match. I'm buzzing for it. Nah, I can't remember what the tag teams are, but we'll cover it as we come up for the matches. The only thing I'm going to say is I'm buzzing for a tag team cage match because remember the AEW cages are different for the WWE, they look different. It's going to be so cool having a tag team match in there. And you know the Young Bucks are going to do like a fucking Meltzer driver or an indie driver or something off the fucking cage and it's going to be class. So we've got... Taz in the ring, introducing Hook, who's already in the ring with him, Jobber's entrance, <laughs> and Ricky Starks, who comes out to a big champion's entrance. Um, Starks then shows Cage backstage being jumped by Hobbs, who is in, like, Deliverance-style dungarees with his name <laughs> spray-painted all the way from his shoulder blades right down his arse crack all the way around his gooch, uh, which I think they look fucking awful in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, Cage ends up fighting back and then Team Taz leave to go back up Hobbs and the weird thing is this is the last we see of it this fucking show and we don't see any of it in Rampage so are they still fighting? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? <laughs> the only thing that I'm going to say about this is is Ricky Starks now changed what the name of the belt is from Fuck the World to For the World did he say he's For the World champion? Right, next match up we had the Penelope Ford versus Thunder Rosa. I can't remember a great deal for this fucking match other than Penelope Ford done a massive cutter on the outside. I just thought this match was going to be a quick one so I wasn't paying too much attention. I couldn't really get into it but yep, Penelope Ford went for the Indian Deathlock, Thunder Rosa countered it. Penelope Ford tapped out, Thunder Rosa won. I thought Thunder Rosa was the one that was injured but it's not Serena Deeb. I think Serena Deeb's out with an injury now. And then when I was thinking about it, Serena Deeb is the one that was in the Straight Edge Society with CM Punk and Luke Gallows, and I forgot all about that stuff. Mental. As we said, Thunder Rosa wins with a submission. Meh. Mikey, have you got anything for it, mate? Penelope Ford versus Thunder Rosa, man. This is a good match. Um, I really like Penelope Ford. Uh, she does like these weird kind of yoga inspired <laughs> holds. I think they're really good. Um, Thunder Rosa's fucking awesome as always, and she wins. So, yeah, can't fucking complain with this at all. That was fine. And the next segment we've got Arn Anderson, Brock Anderson with none other than Tony the Shagger, who at this point must be sweating his bollocks off because he's running about the arena <laughs> like a fucking mad cunt. Um, it turns out it's going to be Brock Anderson versus Malachi Black. And Arn's basically like, mate, he's gonna fucking murder you. Like, no. you sure you really wanna fight this dude? He's like, Dad, I can do it, man. I can go and get murdered by this man. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, th- I thought it was really funny <laughs> when his dad's basically like, this is, this, is, this is dumb, son. Don't do it. 
I totally forgot that this was even announced. Why are they just feeding Malachi Black? Why are they feeding Brock Anderson to Malachi Black? Like, this is weird. But yeah, fuck it, go for it. I'm cool with it. I'm hoping this isn't going to be a fucking... It's not... It, it has to be a fucking... This has to be shorter than the SummerSlam Becky Lynch Championship match, right? It needs to be like a 26 second match. Main event time. The final labour of Chris Jericho. Mikey, take us away to the main event, mate. The main event of Dynamite. We've got labour number five, Chris Jericho versus MJF. Where everything Judas is banned. So <laughs> Jericho comes out with no music, right? And the crowd are singing it. And I bet when you were there, it was really cool. It was shite. It was really fun. It was shite. See, watch it on the telly. Shit. It was shite. Maybe you liked it, man. No. I thought it was fucking shit. It was shite. Um, <laughs> I think they fucked it by removing the music. I think they really, really made a mess of it. I bet he loved it, right? It'd be oh, really cool hearing your own man. song being sung a cappella by a big crowd of people. Boring. This is supposed to be the culmination of a big fucking feud. You need the tune. You need the tune. It gets everyone fucking hyped up. And everyone's like, yeah. That's what you needed, but we didn't have that. We said we had a bunch of fucking drunk wrestling fans singing it, which... Okay. Um, the start of the match, I really loved the camera gimmick. You know, the classic rock fucking stone cold gimmick. MJF grabs the camera and starts using it to flip off the crowd. And then he turns it around, Jericho's there, who gives him a wave and then fucking decks him. And then picks the camera up himself and flips off MGF and then punches... He punched the camera? Yeah. He punched the camera before he flipped them off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not allowed to do the Judas effect, right? But the referee's distracted. So he grabs the baseball bat <laughs> and fucking scalps MGF with the baseball bat. So you're like, okay, cool. He's cheating. And then he's going to go for a Judas effect, and he decides, oh, no, wait, I can't do that. That would be cheating. You've just fucking cheated me. Who gives a fuck? Just do it. Just do it and throw the bat away. You threw the bat away. <laughs> go away with cheating. Just cheat again. Just fucking hit the move. Anyway, he hesitates. Then MJF hits the Judas effect, and I saw the earth, and Jericho taps out. He's lost the labours. What the fuck? So I don't know where they're going with this, but... I know where they're going. I kind of hated it at the time, and then I realised, that's good, that's what they want. They want you to hate it, because they want this to go on a wee bit longer, and we get the massive fucking payoff at All Out. We get the big fucking match, the big fucking tune, we get everything allowed, and we get an awesome, I don't know, no DQ match, something like that. And I can't wait. What do you make of the main event? Right, sorry, I had to go fucking watch that entrance again. <laughs> he comes out and fucking it it's all very staggered. It's hard to watch, don't watch it, right? But I had to go back and watch it because as he's being announced, he goes out, it's fucking awkward to start with, then they get into the rhythm, then he poses, fireworks and flames and that go off the back, then the ring announcer, who isn't Justin Roberts, so I don't know where he's kicking about now, but she went to announce fucking Jericho. Jericho's posing and she starts talking and you see Jericho panic and then like cut, cut, no don't, don't say anything, cut and it just went quiet and it was awkward and the fans were still singing and it kind of got, uh, that that might have been my highlight of the match it was fucking weird, right fair, good points, good fucking spots you were saying 
but Jericho tapped out and I think there's two ways this could go then Jericho now says to MJF one more match if you beat me this time you retire me I think MJF will fucking accept that right fine I'll beat you one more fucking time because it's that easy then you're retired you're done or you just let them fucking go separate ways, win a few singles matches and then they need to fight again for a number one contender spot at the AEW belt. You've got to get this fucking match again, right? It'll be either Jericho's retirement, then Jericho will win, or fucking a number one contendership against each other. I would say it's a good show, but again, I was fucking struck down fucking ill. Absolutely shite week. So... I would need to watch it again to give it a fair fucking assessment. Rampage. The first dance. Here we are. Chicago, Illinois, USA, Earth. And there's nothing to mention here. Might as well just skip this. It was shit. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Here we, here we, here we fucking go. CM Punk. So it starts off the show. The place is going fucking insane. CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. And then... And it's the loudest fucking pop I've ever fucking heard. It was emotional, man. It fucking... It drowned out his music. Aye. And he walks out and you're like, fuck, this is really weird. This is really weird. In like the best kind of way. And he was tearing up. He was crying. He was cutting the boys in the crowd crying. And I was like, man... This is fucking awesome. See people slagging that guy off. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you off. I mean... <sighs> fuck that, man. It was fucking awesome. And then he's coming down the ramp. He sits down. He kneels down on the ramp. And just takes it all in. And it's getting emotional. Oh, man. I fucking love this. It took him five minutes to get to the ring. He stage dives into the crowd. He was hugging everyone in the crowd. And you got the fucking stupid WWE supermarks. You know, Brock Lesnar guy in that fucking... That ugly green t-shirt and then Frank the Clown. God. And he was like taking his time with them. I was like, oh, fuck them, man. <laughs> God, man. Anyway, doesn't matter. CM Punk was here. Fucking awesome. And then we get a wee advert break and then we get to hear from him. And we get a fucking like 10 minute promo from him on an hour show. So it was fucking, mate, it was amazing. Amazing. His promo was awesome. It was very like, it, he was saying it was off the cuff. I don't know how off the cuff it was. Um, yeah. he, he puts Britt Baker over. That's the first thing he does. Then he chats about how he wouldn't. He, he basically says he's ne- he's never going back to WWE. Like, and he's sorry for being a cunt while he was away. And if you let anyone down, he's sorry. And he's just glad to be back. And it's amazing. And then he calls out Darby Allen. And the Darby and his stepdad they're up in the fucking rafters and. Then he puts Darby over a beast going about how he's fucking great and he's dangerous. And he's like, what's the most dangerous thing you can do? Wrestle CM Punk. And what's more dangerous than that? Wrestle CM Punk in Chicago. I'll see you all out. Fuck you very nicely. Free ice cream bar for everyone. I love this, man. When wrestling's good, it's fucking damn good. So, come on, Randy. Give us your punk thoughts. Right, I had to go back and see what you cunts are all about because you're the second or third person I've heard now talking about this Brock Lesnar guy during the CM Punk entrance and I still can't find him so someday please link me or tag me to what that is because I still, I'm blind to it, right? You know I'm fucking more buzzing than everybody that CM Punk's back. I cannot wait for this. 
everybody by now is going to be like fed up with everybody just been talking about it and giving their input and how they feel and stuff. I'm buzzing. It's cool he's got to get Darby Allen. We'll cover it fucking the next time that we're properly talking again. Because stuff will have happened by then. We'll have had the pay-per-view. He'll have had his first feud. And we'll see... Uh, we'll have seen him on Dynamite and Rampage for a few times. So we'll see him cutting more promos. If he's getting something storyline involved-wise. But man, I'm just fucking so happy about this. So buzzing. I was chuffed. This was Friday. I was still fucking floored with the COVID. Still fucking coughing and dying on a couch somewhere. It was rough. So I have to watch this all back again when I'm feeling better. For what I could remember, fevering on the couch. It was brilliant. Loved it. I didn't fucking take a lot in. Happy to see his back. Right, so after all the excitement as CM Punk returning that we're all fucking buzzing for, and me and Mikey will get into it down the line. Don't want to waste the time on it now. Everybody's fucking already got what they've got to say. We'll get round to our bit soon. First match of the night, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus taking on Private Party. And this is for the fucking World Tag Team Eliminator Tournament taking on the take taking on Young Bucks in a cage match down the line. So fucking two big matches for Jungle Express this week. And uh, it was a good match. Jungle Boy gets abused for a good pro- good portion of it. Then he hits a fucking tag for Luchasaurus. They go for some weird top rope move, but Mark Quinn reverses it somehow and he hits a Canadian destroyer on Jungle Boy off Luchasaurus' shoulders or something like that. It was weird, but looked absolutely phenomenal. Got a close two count on it. Then fucking Jungle Express fight back and they win with a Thoracic Express. Is that a Thoracic Express? That's weird. But it was it was a f- good match. It was a solid match. But I was fucking exhausted still and the crowd were absolutely fucking beat by this point. It's weird seeing how Private Private Party did fucking beat the Young Bucks on like the second episode of Dynamite. And they've just been falling lower and lower down the card. And Matt Hardy's supposed to be helping them. And he's just fucking making them worse. And taking their money. So Jungle Express win. They're advancing in the tournament. Mikey, what did you think of this result? Did Jungle Express deserve it? Private Party versus Jurassic Express. Apparently this is a tag team eliminator semi-final. And I was like, well, when's the other semi? If there's two, there's two semis, right? Bye. Uh, it turns out that that's just a load of shit. <laughs> the winner of this gets the bucks at all out, which they're what? saying is the final, but that can't be the final. Nah, it can't that's be. That's what you win in an eliminator. Also, if it's a semi, then there's two semis. Where's the other semi? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, the winner of this gets to face the young bucks at all out. Really good match. I'm surprised how I, I wasn't. Sometimes the tag division, I'm like, ah, I don't know, I can't be arsed. And then I watch it and I'm like. Okay, this fucking this is great, and this was one of those times, and they finish with the Jurassic Express the move from the team, which is a great tag team finisher by the way. I fucking love it's, it. Yes. Um. So it's the Jurassic Express versus Young Bucks at All Out. Nah, the rematch. don't think so. By WWE, isn't it? But ah, oh, be good. And maybe maybe the Express will win. That'd be pretty good. That would be. So, next thing we had on the card was Jade Cargo versus Kira Hogan, uh, who's no relation to 
fucking Hulk Hogan, <laughs> in case you need to call that. Um, it turns out Randy's boy, man in suit, he's here. He's here. Smart Mark Smart Sterling. Mark. Uh, Kira Hogan gets squashed. We expect anything else. Finish with a jaded. Good to have Jade back in the ring, innit? Aye. She's fucking great. What'd you make of that? It was what you needed, wasn't it? It was just like a wee quick squash match. Just so everybody's like, ah, oh, there's a, there's that fucking Jade Cargill. She'll smash you. You don't want to fight with Jade Cargill. She will kill you. She'll kill me. But yeah, get eyes on her. It was fine. It was fucking fine. It was fun. I'm hoping they do book a bigger card for a uh, Rampage coming. No, now that fucking they've got their shit sorted. Give us a proper good card for Rampage. Now we've had the first two weeks out of the way. So, last match of the night. What we got, Mikey? Main event of Rampage. We've got fucking John Moxley versus Danny Garcia. Moxley comes out the wild thing. I mean, you know I love this, man. I'm really into it now. I'm coming through the crowd the wild thing. Um, Danny Garcia had the jobber's entrance already in the ring. Moxley wins by submission. And then you get 2.0 in for a Stramash afterwards. Eddie Kingston straight in for the Stramash. He fucking loves a Stramash, doesn't he? Um, three on two. And then Darby and Sting come out for the save. Yeah. You get a paradigm shift and you get a stacked Spinger. Easy for me to say. A stacked <laughs> Stinger. Splash. And a Scorpion death drop. Fucking Darby hits a coffin drop. Shit match. Great Stramash. Usually the other way around, right? Usually a great match was shit Stramash, but no, this time it was fucking... Stramash was good, the match was shit. Um, great show, though, really, right? It was a good show, felt like a bit of wrestling history, and I love that. CM Punk is back, holy fuck. Um, if you don't know, he sold the most t-shirts ever in a 24-hour period on pro wrestling tees. Mental. The ringer t-shirt that he was wearing, the... I think that's what... You said it was called Randy yeah. the fucking ringer t-shirt. Yeah. Or baseball t-shirt, whatever. But it's got the black collar and the black fucking ribbed sleeves. Very cool. I'm going to have to wait until that comes back in stock before I get one. What do you make of the main event? I liked it because I like fucking anything John Moxley. You had your big pop at the start. I know. That's right. I'm pissed off with Tony Khan about that. I forgot. Tony Khan says there will be like a few announcements, a few fucking things happening on Rampage and all we got was the CM Punk so all night I was like nah Tony Khan says there's got to be a couple of things there's got to be a few things so I'm waiting all night for something else to happen in my fucking half ibuprofen state trying to watch a telly and I was fucking raging I remember that much but okay fucking good show the stromage at the end was a bit fucking weird but could they have just had John Moxley winning a big celebration because it wasn't a big win was it my mate was talking to me at the time and he said that he thought he thought CM Punk might be involved with 2.0 and Danny Garcia. He could be like uh, in a faction with him. And then when Darby goes down, uh, even odds CM Punk then comes down and lays out Darby. But didn't happen. Doesn't mean it won't happen. CM Punk says he wants to be working with the young talent and stuff. Get yourself a stable. A stable of young boys. Matt Hardy does it and it's not weird at all. Just surround yourself by young boys and there'll be a documentary made about you in about 20 years' time. It might be good or it might be bad. That's just the risk you need to take. You might be on the dark side of the ring or you might be on fucking a WWE Network special because you made such a big fucking difference and saved wrestling. Brilliant episode. Chuffed with it. 
So happy that CM Punk's back. Now we've just got to wait for All Out for his returning match. It'll be fucking brilliant. And then it'll just be exciting to see where he's going after that. So I think that's what we will be saving a big chat for. Because everybody's already fucking spoke about everything they know. And he's not even had his first match. He's only been in the ring once. It's been like a week. Not even a full week yet. A weekend. I've had to stay off like squared circle. It's all just became toxic. It's a pain in the arse. Avoided that. I avoided TikTok for a couple of days. I was just getting fucking wound up with it. Uh, we'll get around to it all later. Good show. Good rampage. Excited for next week. But what have we got happening coming up for Dynamite, Mikey? So, next week, Dynamite. We've got... Far City Blondes versus the Lucha Brothers in a tag eliminator. Oh my god, maybe this is this is the second final. Yes, that's the other one. Maybe this is the second final. Oh, and then the winners of this will face each other. Yeah. Maybe that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Oh, maybe. <laughs> okay, uh, Lucha Bros. That's my shout anyway. What do you reckon? Who is it? Was Lucha Brothers versus Varsity Blondes? Um, Varsity Blondes, maybe? If that is who the fucking match is, maybe Andrade will fucking do something, or Pac will fuck up, or maybe maybe something weird versus Blondes, yeah, that could, that could do it. Red Velvet versus Jamie Hater. Jamie's got a win. Right. It's just, it's not a debut, but it's return, and she's only had one match before and she lost it, so I feel like they need to put some fucking heat on her. Maybe she cheats to win, I don't know, but she's going to have to win. What do you reckon? Yep, 100% Jamie Hater, she needs to... Get this when it's um even though you're saying it's not a debut, it's a return, though she's had one match. I've n I cannot remember this last year at all, so she is a totally new new one for me. So this I'm be treating as a debut and I'm excited for it. So yes. What have we got for Jamie Hater? Brock Anderson versus Malachi Black. Obviously Brock <laughs> Anderson's gonna win this match in fucking Bizarro Land. Malachi Black's gonna fucking murder him, isn't he? Malachi Black. Yep. Malachi Black for the win on this, and it's it needs to be a fucking squash match. I can't be asked watching this even go three minutes. Maybe they do, and it totally shocks me, but going off of this, nah, like a minute at most. Got Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy. This will be fun. This will be a really fun match. Um, I think Orange Cassidy's going to win, because we haven't seen him in a couple of episodes. It feels like forever. Yeah, Orange Cassidy. Leave, let the people leave happy. Yeah, I probably would have went with fucking Orange Cassidy as well, but for some reason I'm thinking Matt Hardy. He's got an unlimited number of boys for him just now, so I think, uh, yeah, Matt Hardy could do some shenanigans and get the win again. And that is me for another week. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Randy, for putting this together. Thank you, Thank Mikey. Thank for coming back. Oh, my God, I'm so happy. For now, I'm going to go and rest. So, peace out. Mikey Mac, oot. Yes, Mikey Mac out. Thank you very much, Mikey. He will be home very shortly. This is Tuesday, so two days, and he'll be back home chilling out. Excellent. This COVID is kicking ass. Um. So, yeah, apologies if this week has been just so quick or so short on my side. I didn't get to pay much attention to AEW. I missed a lot of SummerSlam and stuff. I've just been fucked, but... When CM Punk's back, he got to make the effort, so we did, we're buzzing, we're both buzzing, we had a great fucking dynamite, a good rampage, we'll definitely fucking discuss our thoughts or put what we do with them down the line. The big news is done now, 
I'm taking a break for like squared circle and stuff. It's all just pissing me off a wee bit much. I'll be out to work soon, hopefully feeling much better. And then um, we can pick up again for where we left off. So that's us for another week. Go check us out on the link tree at Dra- Snapdragon Duplex. Go check out the merch. Go get yourself a nice shirt. Go get the moss shirt. Go on the website and get all the podcasts. All you lovely people, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us again. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know how chuffed you are with CM Punk. Let us know how you'd book him. Let us know any thoughts you've got. What's coming up? What are you buzzing about for All Out? And we will speak to you soon. Randy Phil, out.